welcome to Peaceful Ease. We all have the necessary strength and wisdom to solve most of our problems. What we often lack is a quiet space to think clearly and calmly. This podcast is all about tapping into that zone of inner wisdom. My name is Mario Pereca, and I'd like to invite you to join myself and Ela Crane every Monday and Friday. We'll be here to guide you to that endless power and insight within until you learn how to get there and function from there by yourself. This is a journey about being authentic, learning how to trust your instincts, realizing that each and every one of us are not just enough, but also perfect the way we are right now. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Peaceful Ease podcast. I am Mario Pereca. I'm here with Ela Crane. And we have a great topic lined up today. It's something that as soon as Ela mentioned this, I was like, I can't wait to hit the record button and get into it because I really want to hear her get into this because it is something that she is super passionate about. It's something that's at the core of pretty much everything that she does. And it's something that really attracted me to her to begin with when I reached out to her. And it's this whole notion of peace and what peace is. Because you hear happiness talked about all the time. You hear joy talked about all the time. And you hear peace mentioned in passing. But to really get down to it and really define peace and think about what is peace. When you think back to these timeless figures in history, like Jesus Christ, like Buddha, all of these people, they talk about peace a lot. Peace is like at the core of their message. So what exactly is peace and how does it show up? And that's what we're going to talk about today. So Ela, maybe you can just dive right in. Tell us all about like what peace is and how we can experience peace and how we can wrap our heads around it. Yeah, absolutely, Mario. So I would like to start with what peace is not first, because we often think about peace being this calm and isolated and serene space. For example, we imagine somebody sitting cross-legged, maybe on the beach during sunset and looking very peaceful, meditating, eyes closed. Maybe there are like lotus flowers around and candles and sand sticks. Um, It's not what I mean when I talk about peace. The peace I'm talking about here is, first of all, having and then being a safe harbor. What do I mean by that? So we all have that place in us where no matter what happens, even if we are in like in a state of crisis, something is very stable in us. And you can feel that even if you're like in tears, a part of you can watch you cry and not be thrown away by that. And that I call a safe harbor that we all have inside. And to me, peace is knowing how to get to that safe harbor within seconds, with a click. And by having that peace harbor, you're not only benefiting yourself, but also your loved ones, your family, your friends. Because in a state of crisis, they know that you are stable and that you are there for them and you can stay open and listen to them. In a way, you can imagine it like the flag and the flagpole. No matter how winded it is, the flagpole will remain steady. So that's the piece I'm talking about. And on my way here, I was listening to Dr. Wayne Dyer's podcast now. It's from a radio show. 
And he had a very interesting approach that I would like to share. Again, they were talking about peace. And he was saying that he had an interview with Dan Harris from ABC News. And he said to Dan Harris, if you had two magic wands to choose from, and one gives you everything you want, and the other one gives you stability, peace, no matter what, which one would you choose? So the magic wand is like you can wish, a car, a house, wealth, anything. Magic wand two is like, no matter what you have, you're going to have a stable peace of mind. And I was curious what Dan said, and apparently he thought about it for a while, and then he said, okay, I get the two. <laughs> I think it was just a no-brainer, right? Because when you think about wealth and all that other stuff in houses and cars, the real reason we want it is because we think it's going to make us happy at some level, and that happiness leads to us being peaceful, right? Because I think peace is a way of being, as you just alluded to at the beginning of this. And so why not just go straight for it and just be peaceful? And then everything else, it'll come and go. It doesn't matter as much. It's all about getting to that place, right? Absolutely. That's why I say peace is a kind of gateway emotion to a clear mind and a courageous heart. Like if you're peaceful, you will be at ease and you will stop fiddling with yourself. One of the quotes that I love is by a Buddhist monk. I think he's Cambodian, Mahagosananda. And he says, when you make peace with yourself, you make peace with the world. And it's so true. If you can nurture that kind of peace within, everything else in your life will shift because you are the creator of everything in this life. And if you can create that inner peace inside, it will project to the circumstances outside. And moreover, when you're peaceful, you get out of your head. You leave yourself alone. I heard this from an acting teacher, William Alderson. He's a very famous and brilliant person. And he just, I will never forget that when he told me that. Ila, leave yourself alone. And that's a beautiful, beautiful saying. Because when you leave yourself alone, you start living for a purpose bigger than yourself. You have a mission. And you get into this mindset of service rather than me, 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 you say, how can I help? What can I do? And when you're truly there, whatever you want becomes true because you become a vessel that the magic runs through. So everything falls just right in front of you. And you can even feel like you can walk off a cliff and steps will appear, you know, and it will happen. I experienced that many times in my life and I, it just put me in tears because I felt so much gratitude. And I think it's one of the key components of peace, feeling this gratitude, connection and love. That's powerful. And I think that one of the things that really caught my attention is that quote about when you make peace with yourself, you make peace with the world, is the fact that in my reading and studying, I've learned that this perception really fascinated me, and I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. The perception that everything happens out there in the world around us is really false, because everything actually happens within us, because in order for us to experience it, we take it in with our eyes, and then our brain 
actually goes through and tells us what we're seeing, what we're experiencing, what that is. So we actually, through our values, beliefs, filters, all these things that we talked about on the last episode as far as values goes, there's almost this filter and this way that we experience the world that nobody else does. So the way we experience the world truly is a unique place to each one of us because we all take everything in and experience it differently. So it makes so much sense to me from that perspective that if you make peace with yourself inside, it also makes peace with the world because the world is actually within us because that's where we experience it. Absolutely. And what you're saying reminds me of this. Once I was talking to my teacher, Lama Yeshe Rinpoche, he's the abbot of a Buddhist monastery in Scotland, the biggest Tibetan monastery in Europe. And I was telling him that I can lucid dream and I can do anything I want in my dreams. I become conscious that I'm dreaming very easily. So if you chase me in my dream, my first impulse would be to run away until I just stop and turn around and start chasing you because I think, uh-uh, this is not real. You can't do me any harm. And I was saying, what can I do with this? Like, this is kind of cool. But I hear people saying, oh, if you could meditate in your dreams. I'm like, yeah, I could. And he said, no, 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 you don't play with that. And I remember that moment very clearly. He was pointing up to the sky with one finger and he said, you just realize that this here is a dream. And I had the shivers, like I had something go through my body with his words. And that stayed with me. And I've been thinking about that for years and tapping into that realization in and out gently that this is a dream. And we are all manifesting everything here, even this conversation. I'm creating you, you're creating me. And the listeners are creating us and we are creating the listeners. It's all a collective dream. And not only that, this dream is not your dream. We are in each other's dreams. When you figure that out, that puts you into the service mindset. What can I do for you? Because everything I do for you is doing things for myself. It just, it comes back effortlessly and doing it for real for the other person with truthful intention, not just, oh, let me do something for you so I get something for myself. No, like wholehearted giving. When you do that, we all experience that. Imagine when you give someone you love a present, how happy that makes you to see that person happy. It's the same if we could live life from that perspective and realize that we are all in each other's dreams and here to support each other. This will be a different planet. Yeah. And even though we're all in each other's dreams and we're all experiencing different things, but similar things, we're all really the same because we all come from the same place. We're all the same. And so when you see other people as yourself, as another version of yourself, another expression of yourself, how much differently would you treat that person? Or how much differently would you perceive that person from the beginning? One of the things I like to do is when I see people that don't even notice me, I love to do this at the gym because people are so, they have their headphones on, right? I never wear headphones at the gym because I like to see people and I think it invites people to talk to you and it does. I have many stories about that, but I like to watch people because they're not paying attention to anyone else. One of the exercises I play with myself 
to keep my mindset in a certain place to create this reaction is I'll look around at certain people and instead of thinking about them like, oh, that guy's a little, he's not lifting as much as I am, or that guy's a little overweight, or that guy's a little this, I consciously think, what can I love about that person? And when I do that, it forces me to find things that connects us because I know that we're the same, even if we don't have a conversation, even if they don't notice me. And then when I get into interactions with other people, my mind goes there by default. What do I love about this person? And that gets us into this place really quickly where we get each other and we can just get into these deep, really powerful, meaningful conversations that impacts both of us and all the other people that we come across the rest of the day because that energy is so powerful. And when you realize that you're the same and we're having different experiences, but from the same vantage point, it's a powerful thing. Absolutely. And I wouldn't say we are the same. I know what you mean, but just to clarify, we are all connected and we come from the right. same hive, like you said. Well, I mean, from like a material perspective, we're all made of the same stuff. You know what I mean? That inner energy, we're all energy, right? We're all the same. We're all different expressions yeah, exactly. and we're all unique, yeah. but we're all the same from where we come from and what we're made of. That's what I meant by that. Yeah, absolutely. And I love your practice and what happens, I used to do that. Like, look at people and see, what can I love? Like, even if someone is angry at me or something, I will just, like, think about something else. Like, just stay there and think, okay, what can I love about this person right now? I know it sounds crazy, but that's my mental challenge that was. And in time, that practice evolves to be just direct love. You don't even need to ask. You just look at and love, like, I started a personal account on Instagram for myself just very recently, like two weeks ago. And I started to share the photos I took in India in my last trip, which was like a month ago. And every person, every photo I share there, like I took lots of pictures of random people on the streets. And I remember that experience because every photo I took, I took that with love and admiration for people. And everyone looks so different. Some were skeptical, some were angry, some were like welcoming, some were smiling. But I just felt like I just love every single person. And that's how that practice evolves to be just pure, unconditional love flowing through you, which is our essence. And that attracts people. I've noticed that too. When you operate from that place, people, they're much more open. Random people will just come up to me and have really friendly conversations with me out of nowhere. And even the people that I'm closest to that I hang out with notice that and make comments. And they're like, why do these people just keep coming up to you? And I'm like, because I welcome them to, because I like it. I like talking to people. I love connecting with people. And I genuinely love people. And I think that there's some kind of intuition that all people have that we don't know that we can spot that, that we can feel that. And it just makes it more of a possibility to happen. So then it happens more often. And personally, I just want to say this. You're very spacious. You give people so much space to express themselves and explore themselves. Even this podcast is a byproduct of that spaciousness, basically. Thank you. That's the first time I've ever had that compliment, but I genuinely love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. But back to peace. Mm -hmm. So... All of these things that we're talking about tie into peace because I really believe that peace is an active thing. Like you said at the beginning, it's not something where you sit by yourself. I mean, that you can experience peace doing that, but 
Peace is so powerful when you actively live it and you make it part of who you are as part of your being. It's not just, I feel peace sometimes. It's, I am peace. That's my nature. And everything I experience, I experience from a place of peace. Like you can be very peaceful and still experience anger. You can be peaceful and still experience sadness, correct? Absolutely. And it's okay. It doesn't mean you're just peaceful and there's no other emotion. It's this boring space. It's not. Actually, all the emotions you experience become sharper when you're peaceful because peace is like this clear space. It's like this empty space, which means basically possibility, like possibility of anything happening. So if things are cluttered, you can't do much in there. Imagine a room cluttered. Like you can't decorate that room unless you kind of clear it first. And peace is that clear state. So when I'm completely in the present moment and I'm not expecting anything, but I'm just being, to me, that's very peaceful because I'm open to all the possibilities. I'm accepting of the possibilities and I can see things more clearly because I don't have an outcome that I'm trying to make happen. I'm not trying to put the square peg in the round hole, right? I'm just letting things be. And when I can just be, to me, that's a very peaceful place and a very powerful place for me to operate from personally. Yeah, absolutely. Ela, thank you so much. This has been another fascinating conversation and I know there's many more to come and I know we're going to dive into peace much more because peace isn't something that you just talk about once and you get everything. It's something that needs to be revisited time and time again and you discover new things and you experience new things. So I want to ask people to visit us at peacefullease.com and to also email us at hello at peacefullease.com. And do you have a question you want to leave people with today? Yeah, again, definitions because that will bring clarity what is peace for you like i mentioned in our first episode for me it's balance it's clarity what does it mean to you how would you describe peace and then maybe ask share this question with your wife husband children partners to see their take on that Fantastic. And again, you can email us, hello at peacefullease.com. Connect with Hila on Instagram for sure. And I'm looking forward to our next conversation, Hila. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mario. For Hila Crane, I'm Mario Pareca. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next time on the next episode of the Peaceful Ease Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Peaceful Ease Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with friends and family. Remember, the bigger the support, the more fun the journey becomes. If you'd like to get in touch with Ela, you can reach out to her at peacefulease.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be kind to yourself.